Hey, how's it going? This is Lance again. Yeah, so I was sitting around doing some work, and I thought I would go ahead and knock out another podcast. Um, like I said, my, my love and passion is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, um, but I also love businesses and real estate. So I wanted to do a quick little story on uh, kind of how Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu relates to businesses. Um, you know, I'm a first-degree black belt in jiu-jitsu. I've been training for a long time. So I've seen a lot of correlations between um, practicing jiu-jitsu and, uh, and the business world. Um, so I just came up with uh, like three or four points or similarities between jiu-jitsu and how it can kind of help you in the business world. Um, some kind of common common uh, quotes or um, kind of ideas that people talk about when you're learning jiu-jitsu. Um, so one is uh, basically that, that leverage uh, is such a big part of jiu-jitsu. Um, Leverage, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was designed by a smaller guy, Elio Gracie, um, and his kind of thought behind Jiu-Jitsu was to be able to have a smaller guy fight a bigger person and be able to win. So where size and strength doesn't matter. So um, a lot of times you hear people in Jiu-Jitsu talk about leverage instead of force. Um which is, again, um, in jiu-jitsu, you know, if someone's way heavier than you, uh, you can move their body using leverage, using fulcrums, using levers. Um, so I can put someone a lot heavier on top of me to sweep them or throw them without structurally changing my body. Um, and in business, it's the same way. Uh, you know, like they said, if I have a lever big enough, I can move the world. Um, same thing with business. You need to know in business side of it, you need to know how to promote yourself, um, so that you're getting natural or organic growth rather than trying to force yourself on, onto your customer base or potential customer base. Now, once I, once I have that leverage or that influence, I can use that to, to service my clients or service my potential clients. I want to use that influence. I want to, want to slowly slide in there so that they kind of, they don't even know that I'm really selling them a service. I'm just kind of there to help them, right? So just like this podcast, I'm not selling you anything, but I'm here kind of helping you, giving you guidance, giving you knowledge. And that's the same that way you should look at your business. Use the leverage of your business, what you're good at, uh, to promote yourself and promote like that natural organic influence over your clients or potential clients. Um, like the old saying, you get more flies with honey than vinegar. You know, you're nice to people. 
you you help them without a without a monetary value in mind. You're helping them to genuinely help them. And what you get a lot of times from that is the ability to later ask them, hey, I've got this product or I've got that. Would you be interested in buying that? Like I said, it's that leverage instead of force. So we're we're leveraging our time and our abilities and and kind of sliding in there rather than forcing ourselves into that sale. Uh, another one that uh, you know you hear this all the time in jujitsu is position before submission. So in jujitsu, what that means is I might be training with someone or fighting with someone. Um, and you see this a lot in the lower belts, and even I do it still at, at times. Um, you will get a a position on someone, and you'll go and jump right on the submission and trying to to win the match. Uh, last year, DC Open, same thing. I had the position, but instead of waiting my position out, I forced a submission. I ended up getting my guard passed. The guy wins on three points or two points and I lost the match because I tried to force the submission rather than waiting out the position until I had it completely controlled. So again, in jiu-jitsu, you want to you really solidify that position and then you slowly work into your position that you can submit from, which typically is going to give you multiple submission ideas from that one position. But in business, it's a little different. Yeah, so in business, like I said, it's different. If you don't have that positional stability, that foundation, you're going you're gonna to rush into mistakes. Uh, a couple good examples that I kind of thought of was uh, rushing to hire, right? So... Maybe you get in a jam. Maybe you need someone. But if you rush to hire someone, you don't have that foundation set where you've done multiple interviews. You have met them. You've checked their references very well. So now down the road, you're finding this person is not who they said they were or their skills aren't up to the ability that you need. So now two months down the road... You still need someone. You have to start the whole hiring process over because you have to let go the person that you hired in a rush. So you need to slow down. You need to take your time when hiring. You need to make sure the candidate is first a good candidate and second, you need to make sure your training procedures are in place to be able to teach that person what they need to know. Um, and that can be a fault of yours for not having that training correct or that training up to speed so that when someone new does come in, they're sitting around, they don't know what to do because you haven't trained them properly. Um, it can also be because the interview process was too short. You didn't snuff out all of their faults. Uh, but a lot of times it will be because the training is inadequate. Uh, you can also rush to grow. So if you're trying to grow your business or grow a, a category or grow a division, uh, multiple locations, whatever that is, uh, 
you can rush into that too soon. Again, not having that operations manual in place, not having those processes and procedures in place. Um, and when you rush into that, now instead of having one business that has a bunch of problems, now you have multiple businesses that have a bunch of problems. Um, you know, you want to make sure that that everything timing wise is ready. It's never going to be perfect, but you want to try to eliminate any of those potential problems. Uh, it could also be even a product or service that you're offering um, without proper training of the staff, without proper follow up. Uh, so just slow down. Always get that fundamental base first and then move to your growth strategy or idea. So now, as I fast forward from the from the failed uh, tournament that I talked about last year to this year, um, where I really took my time and solidified all of my positions before I did my attacks. So this year, I went through and I did the same tournament, the same division, this actually a little tougher competition than I had last year, and. I won all my matches. I won my weight division. I also did the, in jiu-jitsu, have an open class or an absolute division, which is basically um, my my division, but without any, weight, without any weight classes. So I could go with someone that's 120 pounds, or I could go against someone that's 250 pounds. I weigh about 175, 180 when I compete. So I won my class, and I won the open class. Um, and that was basically just because I followed that one principle of position before submission. Last year, I attacked when I was not in a, a solidified position. This year, I went out and I s solidified every position before I did any type of attack or submission attempt. Um, and like I said, the proof is in the pudding, as they say. And the pudding was double gold at the DC Open this year just because I really... Um, slowed everything down. I I looked at those details. I looked at that position. I really slowed it down. If I was in any danger, I would go back and I would go back to that core position and really start to slow that down. Uh, so again, proof is in the pudding. I went from losing a tournament that I should have won to winning my division and the open class division just based on that one principle alone. Everything else was the same. Cardio was the same. Um, my preparation was the same. The only switch was the mindset of I'm going to slow down. I'm not going to give anyone the opportunity to score a point on me because if they score a point on me, now I've got I've to move forward and try to eliminate those positions. So, um, so it works. Position and then submission in life, in business, and in jujitsu, obviously. So, another one is details, right? As they say, the devil's in the details. Um, another quote that I really enjoy uh, about details, I can't think uh, now who said this, um, but the kind of quote goes uh, little details. Uh, how's it go? How's it go? Little details. Uh, 
let me look it up real quick. Let me see. Uh, hold on, what is it? Oh, that's right. Little details have special talents in creating big problems. I don't know who said that. Um, at least I can't remember off the top of my head. But little details have special talents in creating big problems. You know, so if you miss that one detail, you get a little bit down the road, and now everything's screwed up. So, again, in jiu-jitsu, same idea. Very similar to um, the position before submission. But in this, even if you have the correct position and you've, you're going into that submission or that sweep or that takedown, those little details, shifting someone's weight a certain way or controlling a certain part of their body so that they can't escape, you know, those little details are so important. And same with business. You know, if, if, you, if you don't have those little details ironed out, you're going to be in big trouble. Um, you know, those details can really, really kind of close in on any of the um, potential growth that you can have in your business. Um, and the growth is not only um, something that you want, but it's also something that you're going to need to really start to build that business, right? If you're not growing, you're dying. That's, a, that's another kind of famous saying about business. But those details uh, can really make the difference when it comes to, to business, um, when you start paying attention to those little things that you're doing right or little things that you're doing wrong, then that's when your business or service or product can really start going to that next level. Um, you know, so really focus on what matters, um, delegating the correct things, um, eliminating things that you don't need. You know, if you have spare time, you want to start focusing in on those details. Really start thinking about it. Take the time to examine the process and you really start to see, oh yeah, we're missing this little piece here or we're adding this little piece here when we don't need it. So just go ahead and focus on what matters. Delegate what you can and really focus in on those details. That's going to make you or break you. Uh, and kind of the last one that I really wanted to kind of talk about and was consistency. So consistency in jujitsu, again, jujitsu is a, a skill of timing, a skill of balance. Um, you know, they, a lot of people will refer to it as like a human chessboard or chess match. Um, so you need to be thinking multiple moves ahead in order to develop that skill. And in business, it's the same thing, right? If you aren't consistent, and whether that be consistent in your process, you know, so if you're a restaurant and you make eggs a certain way, if you're not consistent in that process, every time somebody comes in, they're going to have a different egg. Not 
great customer service, right? Um, if you're making a product and you're not consistent on that product, every time you make your bottle, one of them's six inches long, one of them's five inches wide. Like people aren't going to buy that product or buy that service if it's not consistent. And and consistency is also just staying on course, right? Showing up, doing what you say you're going to do. Putting in your mind that consistent approach to business will really get you to that next level. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to kind of show you a couple of those relationships between business and jiu-jitsu. And again, if you're not training, if you've never trained, you should really look into it because it does really help to kind of build those bridges between different things in your life. And you can relate jujitsu to a lot of things. It's one of those activities or sports or self-defense that you can't lie. You, you can't fake it. Um, you know, you see a lot of martial arts where people, oh, I can't practice it because I'd kill you. Well, in jujitsu, you can't fake it. You're on the mat. You're doing the technique. It either works or it doesn't work. People don't let you do the techniques to them. So you're training, you're learning things that work, that are efficient. You're learning skill set and mindset that is very much relatable to business and life. And uh, yeah, I recommend it for everyone. Um, No matter what your walk of life, male, female, you should definitely look into jiu-jitsu. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, if you need a recommendation for a school, obviously if you're in the Maryland area, you should visit one of my schools, Conquest, but if you're not, I can still, um, I have a large network and I can definitely find you a location to try. So message me if you have any questions or if you'd like to know any anything a little deeper on any of this topic and yeah if you have any um, ideas or information you'd like to know about business real estate or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or MMA um, please message me call me email me email whatever you got And I will talk to you next time. Hey, thank you for listening to Listen to Lance. My life on the hustle. So again, just talking about BJJ, business, real estate, uh, all my passions. So thanks again for listening. Please make sure you subscribe. And if you have a question, make sure you send it out. I love questions. And I will love to add your question to the next show. So please send in a question, message, or email, text, whatever you got. I will make sure to get it into the next episode. Thanks again. And please pass the word if your friends are into BJJ or business. I've got something to say.